0: Welcome once again to our podcast. I was gonna list off like what number this podcast is, but I never remember. Anyways, that's okay. I am currently in Columbia, actually Bogota, Columbia, and Emily's still in Wyoming, but we just kinda wanted to give an update on how we're doing, especially like spiritually and what kind of God's teaching us. Um, it's kind of the idea. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so who wants to start? You want to start? You want to dive in? <laughs> I guess
0: I could. Um, I don't know. It's life has been stretching me a lot, but not. I don't know. It's been it's been really interesting for me, especially the last couple months. Just oh, so interesting. I was telling someone today just about how to hold your hand open in a spiritual sense, and that's a lot of what God's been teaching me. Just so people can come and go, um, and not like. Mm-hmm grab onto people and try to control them. You know what I mean? Cause it's something I've kind of struggled with a lot of my life is people that I really care about really wanting to hang on to them. Like this mm-hmm. is mine. And I was mm-hmm. talking, talking to God a few nights ago. And he's like, if you leave your hand open, it gives people the freedom to, to come and go like they're, they're still mm-hmm. an individual. You're not trying to control them or make them a certain person or make them a certain a person for you whether that's friendship, relationship, family, I don't think it matters. But I was sitting there and all of a sudden I realized I'm like, that's where my relationships and friendships are going to be free is when my hands are open for them to know I'm always there. But at that, also that I'm not trying to, I don't know, not trying to move them around and make them or grab them or take from them. I don't know. I don't, I can't explain it how I'm thinking it, but it was, it was something I learned, heard years ago from Jenny Daniels actually a message about Mm -hmm. having an open hand. And then I'd heard again years later in a Bible school. And it's kind of been a recurring recurring message, I would say, in my life. And then all of a sudden, like a few days ago, it just like became way more real, like a reality. I was like, Mm -hmm. wait, this is something that I've actually practiced. And anyway, so that's kind Mm -hmm. of a little part of what God's been teaching me and taking me through. And I was, I don't know, just excited about it.
1: Yeah, it's really important that you give like and that your friends know and relationships know that they are free to come and go and to just be. And I think that that's and it's not like coming and going is in like leaving. But it's- yeah, it's just like maybe you're a safe place for them through this season. And then maybe you're just not they're not you're not the friend that they need during a certain season. And that's OK. And it's just being OK with that. Yeah, it's and, holding an open um, hand so,
0: like, they can also hear from God. Like, if God has something else for them or something different for them, mm-hmm. you're you're not holding on to them. You're not trying to keep them mm-hmm. in a certain place or a certain person. You're – I don't know. It gives you freedom to really love people. At mm-hmm. least for me. it really frees me to just
1: care. Yeah, you can love people where they're at because you have don't have the pressure there. Of, um, Yeah, I think sometimes we grab things that are just way too heavy for us and then we end up just botching it and dropping it because we can't hold it. Um, and relationships can be like that, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's really good. It's a good life lesson, <laughs> one that will constantly be probably recurring. But yeah,
0: yeah, I feel like that's <laughs> yeah how it's gonna be. What's some things all that, life
1: lessons are recurring?
0: What would you say is kind of like a life lesson that you find or recurring or just really present in your life?
1: Um, I've been going through a, a season of being alone a lot um, on a lot of different levels. Um, and that's not to say I haven't had like um, incredible people there for me through this season. Um, but it's been a lonely season and, um, it's been really good because God's been showing me that he's taking me through this season because he wants me to be, he has, so I have these strong giftings that he's given me, but I'm not going to be able to develop them unless I go through this season of being alone. Mm. And that seasons of aloneness are where you get, um, where you get defined and your character gets really defined. And then when you come back and you're around the press and throng of the crowd, it's different because, you know, you learned who you were in the lonely season. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, Jesus had to be go. He went and fasted and prayed for 40 days. Um, And he was alone. And that's when the devil came and tempted him. And that's when he was defined as being God. He was, he was offered something, obviously the world, he already owned the whole world. He already owns the universe. Um, He was tempted and tried and he was, he was found worthy um, during that season of alone time. And so it's like, God's just been showing me, you know, even though you're alone in so many ways and your family's gone and he's taken a lot of things from me. Like even some of my core relationships that I really relied on have been kind of taken away. He's he's replaced them with healthier ones, better ones. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, just walking me through the season being like, no, you're getting defined now. So that when you come back into the crowd, which is what Jesus had to do, he had to come back into the crowd. But having that blessing of the Father, um, and I want that too. So mm-hmm. anyway, this kind of been a big a big lesson I've been walking through, but. Oh, the
0: walk of the road of loneliness. It almost makes me smile. And the only reason for that isn't because I don't know it's really hard, but because it's literally what transformed my entire life was just so being so desperately like that. I don't know how to place my finger on it, but this feeling of like such desperate aloneness that you you literally the the very base of what you're made of, your soul, your being, everything has to come back to god and and when that happens mm-hmm. and it this kind of security and understanding of who you are and how God sees you just i don't know it's something about it if in those lonely spots or depressed spots, and I had both mm-hmm. in the last year really really, really, really bad, if mm-hmm. you can take those back to God and be like. This is me. This is mm-hmm. all I know of me. And mm-hmm. you let him decide who you are, because you don't know. All you know is the mess. Yeah. It wrecks yeah. you. Like I it mm-hmm. completely messed with me in the best way possible. So I don't know. A part of me just kind of Yeah, it defines you. Yeah. Yeah, it just it completely in a sense it stripped me and then rebuilt me, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the stripping and the rebuilding process is one that, that we will get to go through throughout our lives in different mm-hmm. ways. And it's interesting because I got asked um, – a friend of mine asked me the other day why I don't really have any – like I don't have a lot of drama in my relationships, some of my friendships. It's just chill. I'm like I don't really get affected. I think the reason – I think what this person was aiming at was that I don't really get super personally affected by people's drama. Mm -hmm. Or like if somebody's mad at me or whatever. And she was like, why do you, why does that, why don't you get affected? And I was like, well, just to be clear, I do sometimes really get affected because I'm human. But Mm -hmm. I will say that the reason I don't, or, and you're a lot like this too, but the reason you don't get affected is because you know who you are. And you Mm -hmm. learn that when you were alone Mm -hmm. and you learn that, like I learned that when I was 16 17 18 in Bolivia and I had like no friends and we lived in the like on a mountaintop in South America totally different culture totally different language and all I literally all I had was my family and the lord. Yeah. And well I don't recommend that process to everyone. Like God has yeah. everyone in a different process. That was just the process he had for me and I came out of a super like I was the most popular kid in church and like I was the leader of everything like people did stuff because I was doing it like that was what I came from, and then I went to this place of total isolation, and I had to become the person God wanted me to become outside of that, the crowd, outside yeah. of the peer pressure and the masses. And so my response is, yeah, I, the only reason I am the way I am is because I went through a season of being really difficult, in a really difficult season of being alone. And it, it costs so much, but it's worth every penny.
0: Yeah there's really no growth so. without pain that's just what I've learned and if we want to grow we have to be okay with that and I don't mm-hmm. mean okay with sitting in pain but I mean okay with with feeling things and speaking them out to God and giving them to or, and expressing them as they are and then letting them go mm-hmm. but a lot mm-hmm. of the times at least for me for a long time I got stuck on the feeling it and the feeling it mm-hmm. and the feeling it and finally God spoke to me one day and he's like Feel it. Tell me exactly how it is and exactly, exactly. Like, just don't, I mean, blatant honesty and I don't care what it looks like and then let it go. Like, it's mine. Yeah. And just, yeah, because all these, there's so many things that want to define you. And the reason I say this, because it's to some degree, a constant struggle because you can be, say you're okay with your personality or you're okay with this, but you're not okay with how you look or you're not okay with your relationships. Mm -hmm. You're not okay with your, there's always something that the devil's trying to pick apart. And so I just, in the last couple of days down here, even in Columbia, just talking to different people that have honestly gone just way further than me, just Mm. way further. And I was sitting at um, the dinner table or maybe it's the breakfast. I don't know. I was sitting at a table and I was talking to some of them and all of a sudden it just like struck me. I was like, the humility that some of these people have Uh, after what they've gone through is actually like almost crushing for me. I was just like, Whoa, Mm -hmm. I have so far to go. And -hmm. it was kind of crazy because that morning I'd been talking to my mom and I was like, just sharing some different life circumstances. And she just sent me a verse about humility, like all these about humility and about charity and about love. And she's like, all these things will pass, you know, all these things that we believe and that, you know, are important things, but they will pass. And the greatest of all of these is basically love and humility. Mm-hmm. Right? And then mm-hmm. she said something, she said something to me. She's like, let yourself be walked on. And she didn't mean it in a sense, like don't have standards or don't have opinions. She meant lay down your pride and let it suffer. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. put yourself as a stepping stone. You're not stepping on people, but let them, you know what I mean? Just you're the servant. You're the lowest of the low. Don't yeah. let your pride cripple you. Just, lay down like just let it be walked on let it be a stepping stone for other people and it made me cry actually because I was just like oh like why am I not there but also just learning just like you're right right. Mm -hmm. it's humility is is everything to me right now because it's something that I desperately need but also something that you just have to walk in just constantly, Humility like, is oh. like
1: the channel that lets in so many wonderful things. Like it's oh, so it's literally like the hose that just allows like grace to flow through learning, wisdom, knowledge. Because you can't receive if you're proud. You just don't. Yeah. So it's, you, it's you like – yeah. and, it,
0: and it blinds you and makes you feel like you can't. I don't know. There's just something that it does to you when you're, when pride gets in the way, it just starts to wreck everything. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I just wish I could put my finger on it, but everything you speak, everything you say, nothing quite feels like it's coming from like a pure heart. That oh, That's the word because it's like not, is, it's not. Is, oh yeah. Because
1: God hates it. He, it says he hates the proud and, and he gives grace to the humble and, um, yeah, he that this is one of the six things that the Lord hates is a proud heart. A proud look, sorry, a proud pride look, is, heart.
0: Pride I I genuinely see in the scripture as being like the root of it all cuz that's what happened with the mm-hmm. fall. Was basically mm-hmm. Lucifer got proud. And, and less he was flesh, like <laughs> less he pride of life. Yep. It's just it cripples you.
1: It does. Yeah. Humility is so key. It's funny cuz well when I went to um ecuador leading up to ecuador i had so many things to do and so many responsibilities and the only way i was gonna be able to get it done was to humble myself and ask for help and Uh when i did that it was like the most beautiful thing though and i got like i just received so much from my family and jesus because i was humble and i was like look i can't do this i need help and and it's like they got to be jesus which is such a such a cool thing for them too. Um, and mm-hmm. I got to see Jesus at work. And so, but the only way, you know, I got to experience that is just by, by humbling myself and being like, I can't, like, I don't, I don't have what it takes. I, And I, I could have remained proud, you know, and there's that option of being proud and just staying the course and being like, I got this, but it's not as, it's not as beautiful in the end. And while you may feel like, a little bit of self-satisfaction because you got it all done because there is that possibility. You still didn't get to see the beauty of, of Jesus at work. Um, yeah. You,
0: you do, you miss out on, on letting the family of God be a family. You know what I mean? You you miss out on yeah. your brothers and your sisters and you miss out on, on letting people be there for you when they want mm-hmm. to. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I know because I, it's more blessed to give than receive. So when you, for me, you know, if you really, want to be there for someone and you, know, you want to help them with their load and when they reject it it's actually just like it hurts it hurts you know what I mean it's like yeah <laughs> it just hurts it does because, it's because it is more blessed to be given to receive and so sometimes it's really hard to receive because it's like I want to be giving but in a sense it's selfish and that's what I've had to come to grips with myself I'm like the fact that I refuse to receive from people sometimes is selfish because it's more it blessed for them to give than to receive so I don't know it's just a random thought. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Jesus was really um had some harsh words for for those that that didn't want to receive. Yeah, the Pharisees namely, mm-hmm. you know, they had it all together and so
0: and then there's so yeah. much stuff just about becoming like a child and the mm-hmm. simplicity. I don't know. I just I think about that a lot too. Just like what does that mean? What does that look like to just not be complicated and brainy if that makes sense to just be stupid enough <laughs> the wrong word but simple mm. enough to just to have an open heart where someone says something i don't know being swapped around all the time from like montana to california to here just these just bumping around bouncing around all yeah. the time it taught me that there's so many different types of people and they do not all think the same, but there's something for me to learn from every one of them because one, I don't know. There's so many different things they'll say, and as soon as as soon as in my heart, I think, oh, I have an answer for that. I miss mm-hmm. an opportunity to learn from someone that may mm-hmm. have something, may have learned something from God that A I didn't different because I have I haven't lived their life. You know what I mean I right. haven't gone through things they've gone through. I haven't had the good times they've had, and so. I miss out on an aspect of God because God, ha- especially with these people that really love God, God has been with them in each of their situations. And if I feel like mm-hmm. only my, the way it was revealed to me was the, is the only option I'm stunting myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because that's, if you were the only one who really mattered, then yeah, it's just, that would be such a boring life. Can you imagine? Oh my goodness. Oh, such a pain. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh so, oh, i cannot imagine just literally living a life with just me absolutely no <laughs> worst idea ever
1: absolutely no <laughs> yeah we need to be in fellowship we need to be around people that love jesus and learning from them and and um yeah it's beauty so well on that note we could wrap this up or we could keep going but <laughs> I feel like it's a good wrapping up note.
0: Yeah, just kind of where we're at, I guess, kind of what's been going on in our little lives. Um, and mm-hmm. our apparently humongous brains, according to Emily, which I'm kind of still of the mindset that my brain isn't that great. I've just been come, I've been coming to grips with that recently. Like, Ruth, you're literally not smart. And I keep thinking about <laughs> it, and not in a negative way. It doesn't bother me. Like it doesn't, it doesn't trigger me like it used to, the fact that I don't know stuff. But it just <laughs> so not smart like, uh, I disagree I was thinking but about whatever it. I know you do but I was thinking about it yesterday and I was literally blown away at the fact that I literally have all of these genius friends like actual friends that are like super smart like mm-hmm. all of my friends are actual geniuses like alarmingly smart so I don't know I was just had this moment of realizing maybe the reason I find all these smart friends is um because they the need someone It's not as
1: smart to be like,
0: yay. No, hey, because because
1: this is the thing. Smart people need people around them. Like genius people need people around them that actually think on their feet. Because geniuses don't always think on their feet. You know what I'm saying? That's actually people who think on their feet All are my, like Most
0: of my friends.
1: <laughs> most of your friends don't think on their feet?
0: Yeah, they don't. You're right.
1: I never thought of that. I totally do, but I'm, I'm a, I have a similar do personality you? as you. Yeah. Do you now? Are you kidding no, me? No, you do. I'm teasing. I'm teasing you. No, but like genius no, people t- have it all thought out. And then when it, their plan goes to pop, then they're like, um, okay. Then they need you or me just just, to come up with their plan B. What do I,
0: what do I, like, what do I do in this situation? Like, I don't know. Roll with it. That's what I've been doing for the last
1: 19 years of my life just roll with it find the next thing uh, that's funny it's so true
0: i mean you yeah. really can't predict love like you to some degree you have to just let it happen and stop trying to control it or like think you understand it because
1: uh-uh because who does certainly not me yeah yeah well, thank you guys for listening, and we love y'all, and we will be back next week. Sorry about the lateness of this podcast. We both kind of got busy, and <laughs> but it is dropping on Wednesday, which is what was supposed to happen, whether it's before midnight Wednesday or after midnight Tuesday. At some point, it yeah. will get dropped on Wednesday. We never that said. That is the whole point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank, thank, thank you to every single one of you who listens and um, gives feedback and... Just all of the above. So good talking to you.
1: (laughs) All right. I'll see you next week. (laughs) Okay. What? Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.